0: Matchday live extra from Molyneux. I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson and Lee Naylor. Watch this match alongside me as Wolves were beaten by four goals to two in controversial circumstances against the Leeds United in a huge game down the bottom of the table. Wolves were behind early on. Harrison's goal, uh, not, not, not in the ball, not in the ball, home, tapping the ball home, I'm so angry of what I've seen in <laughs> the last couple of minutes. Um, Harrison tapped the ball home from uh, Wilfred Nonto's cross. Um, and Wolves had some good chances in the first half. Ruben Neves put one just wide. There was a c- beautiful cross in from Maximilian Kilman that no one was able to tap home. And Nelson Semedo saw his follow up blocked by the Leeds defence. And we were hopeful that changes would come and Wolves could try and get back into it. June Lopotegi again made substitutions at half time. Craig Dawson. Was removed. He was on a yellow card, perhaps a little bit lucky to stay on. On came Nathan Collins, and Adama Treore uh, came on a bit later on. It was Pablo Sarabia who came on at half time. Um, say two changes were made as Mateus Cunha and Adama Treore came on. But Wolves, very quickly, had found themselves 3-0 down. Luke Ayling, completely unmarked, heading home from a corner, just four minutes into the second half. And then Christensen off the bench. Basically, his first touch was to dispossess Johnny in the Wolves' penalty area, and the second was to slide it under Jose Sarr. Only 62 minutes had been played in the game. But then Wolves got themselves back into it. Ilan Mellier, who had a wonderful game in goal for Leeds, made some crucial, crucial saves, came flying out of his penalty area, headed the ball clear, And Johnny, on the volley, from 40 yards out, lifted it over him, one bounce into the back of the net. Mateus Cunha then got his first Wolves goal, bit of deflection on it, touch of fortune. He won't care. There were still 17 minutes left to play, and Wolves were flying. Adama Traore was causing all sorts of havoc in the Leeds defence. Wolves surely were about to go on for one of the most famous comebacks. And then a substitution was made. Ruben Neves came off, Jean Moutinho came on, momentum went Leeds came back into it, started to create some opportunities. And then the key moment in stoppage time, of which there were seven minutes after Johnny had been sent off when VAR intervened for his high challenge as he went over the top of the ball. He was shown a red card, his yellow card rescinded, and the red given was Adama Traore. His shirt clearly pulled by Mark Rocker. On went Somerville, laid it onto Rodrigo, lifted it over Jose Sarr. Everybody expected VAR to say there was a foul in the build-up. The VAR David Coote did ask the referee to come and view it. He did, and he decided it wasn't worth overturning, and Leeds won the game by four goals to two. All of that happened in a mad 90 minutes, and people walking away, fuming once again, at VAR decisions, at refereeing decisions, that have gone against Wolves, on a catalogue since the turn of the year, and it will take away from the fact that Wolves were poor defensively. Yeah. They were good going forwards. They were wasteful at times going forwards. But somehow they have conspired to lose this game.
1: Yeah, I think you just summed it up uh, uh, what happens in the game. So I look, at, again, bad defending for the three goals, uh, no doubt about it. Sending off when we've looked at the replay is probably the right call. He going to have the top on him but just some of the decisions that the referees made. Again, we're talking about officials, we're talking about VAR, and we shouldn't be, we should be talking about the game of football, but unfortunately, with the with the way that things are going and the decisions made and uh, the results of the outcome of the VAR, it's just becoming a joke. It's just farcical, a little bit of it, watching it. and I know I have a little bit of a rant every week about it, but it just seems more blatant that we don't get the rub of the green uh, Niall said earlier about oh yeah it evens itself out, but it doesn't seem that way. It just seems from good from bad to worse with some of the decisions that are going, and I, I don't understand. I think again, I think the piece of equipment is great. But the running of it and the people who are running
0: it, it's, it's, it's not working. Well, it's, look, let, let's go through it because there are three big VAR incidents in the game. The first is a possible penalty for Wolves in the first half. Nelson Samedo. Which we don't get. I, I, I don't think there's any doubt from either of you that Samedo gets to the ball first. Yeah. And the contact is then made on the back of Samedo's foot. Now, both of you in commentary at the time thought... It was marginal.
2: Yeah, I can't, I can't give a pen for that, I'll yeah.
0: be honest. But um, it is marginal, but it's caught. he's caught to me, though. But I, I, I guess the point people would make is that if, if they look at it, he gets there first, he is caught, you've seen them given, you've seen plenty of the given this season, it, but it's not given to Wolves. But I'll tell you what, did you watch the referee,
1: when that ha- incident happened, he'd run off, back to the off well. He couldn't get away quick enough. He was having none of it. Straight away. And I think that st- stuff like that makes up the decision about how he's going to be and what he's going to look at it. And he thinks that it's not a clear and obvious mistake by him. Because as soon as that challenge has come and Leeds started breaking, he's run straight to the off He's having none of it. He ain't even signalling it. He's just ignored it. He's just blank refused it. And again, I, you can't tell me that he can look at that instantly uh, with... In th- with his naked eye that he can d- make that decision because I tell you, it was done at s- pace, it was done at speed and there was contact there, there was contact there yeah.
0: if it was my team, I would want the penalty if not, I'd, it's hard but this is the question that I ask you both, right because I say, how many times this season have you seen penalties, have you seen VR intervene but the mere fact that one player got to the ball first and yeah, the other and the other one caught him
2: I think it was, I think that was just too close
0: to call but if that's late on in the game, is that different?
2: Yeah, I, I, I look, for, for me, I, I don't think that's an incident. I, I, that's the way I look at it. Okay. Um, I think there was bigger incidents in the game. I think they've, s- they've gone and scored three <laughs> legitimate goals.
0: Okay. From bad defending with from us. From bad defending. Okay, point two on VAR then. In the first half, Craig Dawson goes into a challenge, slips, goes over the ball, Catches the ankle of the Leeds midfielder. Of, I yeah. think it was Jack Harrison. Um, gets a yellow card. Yeah. Also in the first half, Junior Firpo goes in, does exactly the same thing. Catches Mario Lamina, yellow yes. card. Yes. Second half, Johnny goes in, does exactly the same thing. Nah. Over the top of the ball. No, it's now the I, he catches him. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not a red card. It's not the same. What I'm. Well, I think it is. No, How, what's not. the difference between the three? But, well, look, those, who, those who've played football, and I, I, I'm not discrediting you at no, all. No, no, right, no,
2: I accept that. But those who play football know what he's done there, and that's naughty. That's a But red. is it
0: any more naughty than the other two? Yeah,
2: because they've slipped. Tomo? Yeah, I
1: can understand with the slipping, like I said, but I think there's consistency. has got to come into it. I think that if you're sending somebody off or giving somebody a straight red, uh, for a challenge that's gone over the top, and then, like Johnny's got the b- the ball's gone away from Johnny, and he's tried to win it back, and as he's done that, his momentum's took it. It always looks worse in, in the replay, anyway. Yeah, I think so. And like, and I just think that the Dawson one, so like he's slipped a little bit, but he's gone over the top. But it's still the same challenge, if going over the top. I know he slipped, but he ain't he ain't he ain't yeah. gone in. He yeah. ain't gone in with his studs yeah. like
2: full force on someone. No, chin. he hasn't, no, That's no. a leg
1: breaker. Yeah. The one Johnny's Johnny's was for me. I think Johnny's was the red. I, I said that when he d- when I saw the replay, with the way that he's gone because what he's done, the ball's gone away from him, and he, as he's gone, he's, he's like stepped onto him.
0: Um,
2: that can cause serious injury. Yeah. That, that's that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, but so
0: so could Dawson no, on I'm, I'm Harrison, not, not So two. could Firpo on Lamina, not
2: the other two. You, you know
0: what a bad challenge is in football and. That's, that's not... I said straight at the time, and listen, I'm saying it including Dawson in this. <laughs> you are saying it with your Wolves head on. No, no, but I'm saying You're it including Dawson in it that I don't think there's a great deal between those three challenges. What I'm asking about is consistency in the way all three were treated. Uh, well, uh, and the first two in the first half are given as yellow cards. I think the it's th- correct.
2: I think every decision that was made in Noel's three, three challenges right there
0: were the correct decisions. What, but what we do agree on is the Adama Treore. Instant at the end.
2: Yeah, like th- for me, for me, like I don't even think we should be even talking about that. I think we should be talking about the chances we made. This game should have been done and dusted, and that's a fact. We had we had four, five good chances in the first half to score, and they they're not just like oh, uh, flick on with a header hoop from you know someone who was close challenging. These were. Chan- like
0: clear chances. Neto may be the best. He's so got to yeah. hit it. Daniel Perensi's shot I, I comes I out S- to him.
1: Sarabia, so Sarabia, so so second, second half. We what we want because we're struggling to score goals. We want too much time. We Hibine, want too, And you're not going to get it. <coughs> you're not going to get it. Neto, when that ball comes to him, and I know it's come to him pretty sharp, but he's just got to swing it with anything. He's, he's what, seven yards out. Just hit it, Sarabia. So he wants it perfect. He's got to have another touch. Just hit the ball. So, look, in that penalty area, you are not going to get time and space in the penalty area because teams
0: are going to stop you. Yeah. Once wow. you start to have a touch or control <laughs> the ball... Well, hang on a minute. You say you're not going to get time and space in the penalty Sorry, area. Sorry,
1: unless you're playing against Wolves. Well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like, you, you, that, that's something you have to talk about as well. That's yeah. bad defending.
0: Like... Um, Ailing is completely a mark to the far post. It's, oh, it's awful dependent. It's ridiculous. And then Christensen steals it from Johnny. But
2: just to put the pullback, like in, uh, in the first half where they went and scored off, we had a chance similar to that in the second half, but their midfielders read the danger. And that's the difference. We're not reading the danger. Yeah, we've got, great, we've got great players. We've got really good players. We've got with good ability. But someone needs to sniff out danger. And no one's doing that at the minute. We had enough p- We had enough bodies for that first goal and the second goal
1: in the box that somebody's got to be alert and somebody's got to be looking to pay attention to it. We didn't. It's a lot- we've let Harrison come on to it by not marking him, not having a look. And John is too far off him. He's got Harrison coming into the box, and then all of a sudden, Harrison's just gone on a little bit more, and John has basically put the brakes on a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you can't go halfway. And, and then he's realised it's too late. And as the ball's going to him, he's, he's like stretching, to trying to get the challenge. It's too late. Y- no. You can't, you can't be giving people that much time to space And then, the the Ailing goal, so like, you, you can't be beaten. Just he will not even headed on. It just comes straight through. And and so you've got enough bodies in there, but clearly somebody's not marking. Samedo well, got caught. The,
0: yeah, the situation was Nelson Samedo was marking, Luke Ailing but he got distracted by Weston McKenney's run ahead of him, who was actually supposed to be marked by Neves. And in theory, Neves passed him on, or he can s- you, do, you can you say don't, that... You, you can not even
2: know. You don't even know if he's been told to, to stay in that area. That's what I mean. Yeah. If he if, if was man-to-man, then it's his fault. But if he's been told to stay in an area, yeah.
0: then... But, okay, if, why would I stay on that point? That if, they, if they're marking areas... Should you have somebody at that far post area? Because there was no one, was there? There was no one. Yeah. No. But was but if Smedal's been told
2: do not come out of that area, then it's it's not Smedal's fault.
1: But he's gone with the he's gone with the run though, hasn't he? But it? he's gone.
2: He, yeah. But if, if if someone runs across you in front of you, then you've got to go forward. Mm. If so, I will get that. But if but if someone's <laughs> made a <laughs> made a big U turn around the back, like someone's got to see. It. But you got you got eleven
1: players in the box. <laughs> someone's got to You got eleven it. players in the box and he's. he's it's free by about five ten
0: yards. There's nobody near him. Are you asking questions of your goalkeeper to come and get that as well? No,
1: no. I up think the goalkeeper can come and get it. It's just say the ball's coming. You've got to look at your defenders who have got to deal with it because, so, look, like, it was coming at pace on it, but also as well, it's come through a cluster of players. It was a good ball. To, yeah, it was a good it, ball. It in, was a good ball. But again, so, look, like, I know they're doing this zone marking or whatever, whatever they were doing, but you can't be leaving that much time and space at the back post. You've got to have, he, he's supposed to, Mark supposed to fill in an area. There's nobody filling an area there. There was nobody near him. There's nobody close to him.
0: Um, yeah. So, l- listen, you're all about days like this, though. Maybe not quite to the extent of, that Johnny had because dispossessed his own penalty area to cost the third goal. Minutes later, scores from 40 yards, lobbing the goalkeeper, and then sent off.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's had an eventful day, hasn't he? Yeah.
1: So
0: <laughs> the, I mean, the goal in which,
2: you know, he, the ball got taken off him, Originally he done well to to guard the ball, but after that he's got to be stronger. He's got to hold the hold the the attacker off and pass it off, but he hasn't had the strength to, to do it, and he's he's been pushed aside, and that and that's but that.
1: But when he's come inside, he had an opportunity to get rid of the ball. Get yeah. Just just put your foot yeah. through it. Just get rid of it, because like, okay, like he probably thinks I I can hold him off. I'm strong enough to hold him off. But the thing is, like, there's always that chance that you can lose the ball, and that's what happened. In a dangerous yeah, area. Because you know. if you make a mistake there, it's a goal, and, yeah. it, and it's cost him a goal. But he's, he's done really well initially to get his body there, but as soon as that ball comes to him, he's got to be putting his foot through it. He's got to yeah. be getting rid of the ball as, for
2: me. A, as a defender, you're told, look, if there's if there's any danger at all that you can be dispossessed in your box, you get rid. So,
0: as a defender point of view, it's, it's poor. Um, that Johnny goal, though, gave Wolves a lifeline. Okay. Mateus Cunha got another one back. At the time, Wolves are all over Leeds. They were. And, and was a, a constant
1: keep, threat. Just, I think he's done brilliant coming on. I thought that he was a, a constant problem for Leeds as soon as he come on. And that's what they've got to do. They, they've just got to keep, keep feeding in the ball. Just keep giving him the
0: ball. Uh, so, look, we've been, you know, rightly at times, full of praise for Julian Lopetegui. <laughs> Does he does he get some criticism today?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think um, who he took off, the timing of it, has just knocked the stuffing out of the, of the momentum of Wolves playing. I thought that Wolves, if anything, were going to get an equaliser and go on, but what he's done is took him off, and all of a sudden he just saw everybody deflate. Yeah. They just went down and they just didn't do it, and and where we got that momentum going on and pushing through and causing them problems. He was instrumental in that, Neves. He was like recycling the ball, winning the ball back, giving it out, hitting the ball out here. To, so he was instrumental in the way that we were playing. Because he's a very different player to Martinez. isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is. He is. He's, he's, but I, I think that Neves, he's, he's been our most consistent player all season. But again, I, I don't understand why you've took off your, your one player who one can shoot from range, you can pass the ball over various distances. But also as well, he's somebody who recycles
0: the ball pretty well. Yeah, I, I just... Uh, when saw Solskjaer Matinho coming on, I just kind of naturally thought it would be Puchel Gomez and you're just bringing on a little bit more experience to go in there. Uh, given the context of the game, when you've got Diego Costa sat on the bench, you know, you, you've got another t- attacking option that you could have gone
2: to. Yeah, I just, when I'm looking at the change, I'm thinking, what is he going to come on and do what's not already on the pitch? Um, and, I d- and I couldn't see any positives for it. So then, do you think he's a better input than never's on the pitch no oh, i don 't think so either but that's why that 's why I think the change the change itself was 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 even more strange for for, the, for who he was coming on for um, but I, for me, I think the manager's got to see that and go because he was go- he was going to make the change before we scored yeah. and I think because Martino got got dressed and, and ready he 's still gone ahead with it instead I of thought going he was y- obliged to put him on you know what Stop, like stop for a minute. Should I do this? Uh, and I think if he if he if he looks back, he'll probably think he he'll, he'll, he will say to himself, "I shouldn't have done that."
0: Um, in terms though, the other I guess the other criticism of Chilantagey, um, I say uh, on the one hand, his ability to read a game and make substitutions has been very strong in his time at Wolves, but I think one or two might point and say, well. Is he doing that because he's not got it right from the start in some of these games? Well, I f- well, f- for me,
2: when when you look at the, the likes of Furpol playing at left-back, who you know most weeks gets a yellow card because he's very sloppy in his tackle uh, and he doesn't defend great. So automatically, if I'm a manager and I'm looking at that, I'm thinking Adama all day. Adama up against him all day. As the game's gone on and the game uh, we see play out, Firpo's on a yellow card. From that half time, I'm not putting S- Sarabia on uh, to play up against Firpo. I'm putting Adama on because I think he's just going to absolutely. Well, y- well, you saw what what damage he did when he came on. Yeah, well, there you go. That's that's what I mean. So in that instant, that's the first change that I th- that I thought was a bit suspect.
0: Because it, it felt today, like, with Charles Gomez coming in, that maybe today it was a, a plan, right? To have Charles Gomez that added energy in there in and amongst it. Um, and I don't think Charles Gomez had a bad game, to be perfectly honest. Now, look, so, apart, apart, from, uh, apart from defending, I I'd, don't I'd,
1: I'd think they were that bad a game. But naive defending has cost us the game today. Like, not picking up your man, not standing runners and stopping the ball... Uh, the supply to players, so like you're looking at the, the first goal, three times he got the ball, so look, and three times he crossed the ball, third time he picked Harrison out, and you, you can't do it, you, you've got to stop the supply or you've got to stop him getting the ball or pick him up. If I was if I, was, um, Samedo, I would have gone to Neto, get yourself back here, block him off, so the ball's got to at least travel over you. Um, on there, just come and set up here, because I'm saying I've got to cover me four and me centre half as well, so I've got to come in a little bit, which I understand, but if you can't allow three times in a row ball out to him, ball out to him, ball out to him, you've got to come up with some idea. Either stop that supply or shield somebody or get somebody to shield him for you, but it didn't happen, and, and again, then we
0: let people just run off us in the penalty area. International break. There is uh, obviously a, uh, a massive game off the back of it. Well, I'll just watch Forest. Well, just
1: off your shoulder during the game, Steve Cooper was in the, in the director's box just to your left, um, and uh, it'd be interesting to see what he thinks about what he's just saw of the way that Wolves go and sell. Okay, I'm sure he'll think, "Hang on a minute, if we get at them, we can cause them big problems." And they've usually been good at Town Forest, but lately they've faltered a little bit in the in the league and in the games. So there's an opportunity, but he what he saw today. Okay, Wolves have got glimpses, have got a problem. Uh, we've got some good players, but if we can get at them, they'll they'll
0: concede, and that's right for what he's going to get from this game today. Um, as everything else that went on today. So Bournemouth were well beaten at Villa. Uh, Leicester got a point at Brentford in the end. Southampton came back to get a point against Spurs. Um, Everton play against Chelsea in the late game. By the time people likely listen to this, they will know the result of that. Crystal Palace go to Arsenal tomorrow. Um, and then, I uh, say, we have this international break and we come back with Wolves at Forest on the 1st of April. Palace play Leicester that day. Wow. Um, then you've got uh, Bournemouth at home to Fulham. Leeds go to Arsenal. And then on the Sunday... It's West Ham against Southampton.
1: You've got you to take care of your own. So, look, at the end of the day, if we'd won today and then we've got Forest in two weeks' time, you would think, OK, we've uh, we've done enough to just pull ourselves away from it a little bit. I'm not saying get relaxed, but the other teams are, say, are, are struggling to get any victories. Again, th- there was good results for us today with the draws because they've only picked up a point on us, but I just think that it's three points lost today. Yeah. I think there was an opportunity for us there. Leeds were there. For the taking, if we
0: were more clinical finishing and a little bit tougher defending. But it's the thing, isn't it? Because it's not just three points lost, is it? Because if if they'd just got a point, then... It keeps them away from you. Wolves are on 28. Leeds are back down amongst that group with West Ham and Bournemouth on 24. But the minute you start looking at those points here and there
2: is the minute you lose track of you need wins. Today was a must-win game. It was. Uh, for, for both teams, it was a must-win game. And I think both teams went for it. And in the first half, Wolves had a massive spell where they, w- where they were on top for large parts and they created chances. It weren't I- th- they were on top for large parts and they didn't create anything. They had three or four good chances in that, in that period and they didn't take one.
0: Um, final point. And say on Wolves Weekly, we will go through just where those wins are going to come in the final uh, 10 games. Because you, you imagine Wolves are probably going to well, need to win four. Well,
1: you don't know. At do you, least. We,
0: beating Liverpool, beating Tottenham, losing to Bournemouth, losing yeah, to Leeds. They're a crazy team. <laughs> um, the, just a final point, going back to the VAR thing, because it is a big topic amongst a lot of supporters. And clearly, um, Mateus Nunes getting sent off at the end means he's going to miss at least yeah. one, if not more. Johnny's obviously going to miss games. Julian Lopetegui, and the way they were reacting, they clearly, you know, this is, this is whether, you, whether you think the decisions are right or wrong or not, that clearly things are adding up. And just before we started Match Day Live Extra, we went through that huge long list. Since the turn of the year, Wolves have played 13 games, and at least four or five of them have had really contentious issues in there. Yeah. The Salah goal at Liverpool in the FA Cup, and then the Totty one that was disallowed in the same game. Lamina's sending off. The Raúl Jiménez non-penalty at Newcastle. I mean, I've missed one out there in terms of you know stuff that we've seen going on in this just in this period alone. So, the point I'm going to make to you though, how did they get this out of their mind and and not make it a thing anymore? Because it's not going to serve them well, is it? No, you got to you,
1: you got you to get rid of. You feel hard done by. You got to get rid of it because the end of the day, yeah. the only place you are going to do it is on the training ground, and when the match, the next match comes. I know it's tough because one of the biggest problems that you have is that mental issue with what's going on, and some and some of the players today, and probably tomorrow as well,
0: will feel hard done by. But are they are they costing themselves because they're in the back of their mind? They're so annoyed at all these different things. It was Mateus Nunes penalty at Forest that wasn't given. Was the other one? Um, that they are complaining so much that, that it's going against the emotional plays coming in f- to the referees
2: Yeah, yeah I, I get that I get it 100% and I, I believe there has been a few decisions where emotion has got the better of the referee but I think the international breaks come at a good time for that just to clear the heads so they can get everything out of the system for when they come back something new something fresh to come back into the in in the next two weeks to to get this game against Forest and n- well needing the three points.
1: I, I just I just think somebody's got to look at VAR and got to have a good look at it about.
0: But th- that's not going to change. No, it's not going to change. It's but not going to change.
1: But they need t- to find some kind of way of making it. Change a little bit, but no, it's, it's not. It's not. No, nothing's th- yeah.
0: going to change. Well, they're not going to start giving us results. People who r- make No, no, the, no. I'm not talking about results. Decisions. I'm talking about the. P- I'm talking about the Clear
1: and Tell who, d- who actually yeah, yeah,
0: but, decisions. Yeah, but even then, they're not. Uh, I, it's I bi- get what you're saying, but they're not going to. In no way are they going to start giving marginal things to walls because of all of this. No, I'm not. So ta- I'm not talking about. I'm no. just
1: talking about Howard Webb needs to have a look at the whole thing together, to uh, not just for us, but I just think for the whole thing about what's going on with it, because. You can't... So, Dermot Gallagher, I watched on the telly the other day against the, the Newcastle game. And I know Nail said that he wasn't sending off. But he usually backs the referees all the time when he's on there. He said it's sending off straight away. And, if, and I'm not just saying that. There's, there's one instance where it is... And Howard Webber, who was a very good referee, but has got to look at that and think, hang on a minute, we've got to come up with ways that this is more consistent. Because that's the problem.
0: It's not consistent. But, he's t- I, but that... I, I fully agree with you, but that is a problem across the Premier League, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That I'm not just the saying about every, us. Everyone will be saying it. Yeah, that that's that's a, that, is,
2: that is not going to change. That's the consistency but that it's, yeah. everyone will be saying. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, but it's
0: costing clubs money, position. Fully agree. Yeah, and, fully and, agree. And, and they've got to do well something That's what it was brought to, in for, yeah, yeah, to get rid of that. But that is what I'm saying. To you, that is not going to change in that thing. The only thing that can change is for Wolves to try and maybe change the perception of themselves. But, uh, because, because I, I, mean said, this, I said this to that. Nails on Wolves Weekly in the week. There is an element of Wolves are not getting the first decision on the field. Because situations like the Adama Traore thing at the end there, if the referee gives it, it's not overturned by VAR. They're not going back on there to get it. If the penalty gets given in the first half, I know how you both feel about that, but if it's given on the field, it's not getting overturned. They're I not getting that first decision, and they're swarming around the referee to ask the question. And
2: it's Because refs are scared of making decisions now. Well, I'm gonna,
1: on the back of that one, I was just saying there, why, as every decision, he's got to come and look at that screen, and then why, why can't the referee who's doing VAR, who's got umpteen screens around him, Looking at it, go, li- go. Liverpool game. This is, it's a penalty, yeah. it's a free kick. Yeah, those it's cameras are going to be switched
0: on to start. With. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's probably what they're doing in here. But, like, why can't he just say to him, why can't the referee just go say, like, can you have a look at that? Why can't he make a decision? Why is he got to
0: keep sending him to the screen? Yeah, but, but it's that clear. It's it's that clear and obvious well have we got to keep sending yeah, you, him? You both think that sending him to the screen for the Johnny one was the absolute right thing to do. The only the only point is, is that he went to the screen for the for the Adama Traore one, and unusually, no, because it doesn't normally happen, does it? Normally, when they get sent to the screen, but that's the VAR saying. But what I'm saying,
2: so, but what I'm saying, why does it have to go back to the referee? Why can't VAR just go one, no, this one? No this one point. Why can't he make yes. a decision where he no, is? Or yes, because if someone who's who's of official status in the VAR room, surely they're
1: They can make a decision. I think it's this policy again. They don't want to say anything that will upset them because they might be doing it
0: next week. No one one wants to to put the hand up. They want the the call to be from the man on the pitch refereeing the game. And that is the problem with the interpretation that Tomo is right, the interpretation of how this is used in the Premier League as opposed to elsewhere in terms of what the VAR can and can't look at and how they will overturn and instruct things on the field. And we could sit here and talk about that all night, it could. He, but again, it, it comes down to, uh, last thing on it, it comes
1: down to somebody's opinion, and that was what they were trying to get rid of. <laughs> that's what I mean. St- I've, uh, I've always
2: said, sorry, Tom, I've always said rules are rules. I've always said it in my, uh, all my life. Rules are rules. But there's a rule there that says if you pull someone's shirt, it's a free kick. It's a free kick. <laughs> it's a free kick. Not anymore,
1: mate. Not anymore. <laughs> well, Them days are gone. Them mad. days are gone. It's a free kick. Them days are gone.
0: Well, Cheers, Michael. It's been an <laughs> eventful day. <laughs> see you in a couple of weeks at the city ground, yeah, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've carved out by then, Not mate. A good one. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you have, mate. I hope, yeah. No, no, no jumping yeah, with he'll that knee. He'll pop the fire. Yeah, be careful with that knee. Lee Naylor, and Thompson. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank indeed. you very much. <laughs> Not the result Wolves were expecting today. Uh, we'll see what ramifications it brings. Uh, Wolves Weekly will be available from Wednesday. I'll give you more discussion, no doubt, about VAR and what's been going on and the reaction to this game. Make sure you're with us for that. Under-21s are in action on Monday night. You can watch it live and free on Wolves TV. Join me for that. We'll see you soon.